Amen. I have another name for this Sunday besides Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday trumps these other names, but it's called Rotation Sunday. And what it is, is our people, a lot of our people go to visit their relatives someplace else. And we get a lot of people in here who come from away. So if you're one of those, we welcome you and I want to make sure you feel comfortable. The colic today, just the season, I, I was thinking yesterday, the season, there's something special about Easter. You just feel even better than, I mean, when you're little, Christmas sort of trumps Easter because you get the presents. But as you become seasoned citizens, if you will, Easter trumps Christmas. And there's, the only reason I could come up with is you feel so good on Easter. You do things you don't normally do. Easter unleashes us, if you will. And it's, let's start off with a collect. Jesus Christ has overcome death and opened unto us the gate of everlasting life. That's good news, my friends. That's good news. In the Old Testament, it's a description of the messianic banquet. And there's two points. Yahweh will swallow up death forever. And the second point, which is particularly good news to us, and it's even more remarkable, is he will do this for all people. You remember when Jesus was, he was coming for the Jews. But it got opened up to Gentiles and all sorts of people like you and me. God, we have a direct access to through Jesus Christ. I was reading yesterday afternoon from Romans, and actually the sixth chapter, the first verse, but I've quoted here from the third to the tenth. Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. That relationship with Jesus Christ, that personal relationship that we're all called into with Jesus Christ. If you've got it, you know it, you feel it, you're changed. You were buried with him and we are alive with him for eternity. For if we have planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. In the prayers of consecration, it says, one body with him, that we may live in him and he in us. Whenever I say that, I always pause because it's the most beautiful words. It's a calling into being a relationship, a special relationship with Jesus. And you know it if you've got it. I said in Lent, plenty of times, I'd say, you know you're going to have a great Easter if you have a good Lent. I don't know what you mean by, I said, these things times outside, talk you know back you're to have a great Easter. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you know, some of us do customs in Easter that bring us closer to this, we have a good Easter. But the main thing to do in Easter is, yeah, maybe give up. I gave up Brussels sprouts. 
I hate them anyway, so it wasn't a big thing to give them on up. But Lent calls us to do something special, to read scripture a little bit more. But more important than that is when you read scripture, at the end of scripture, always say to yourself, what has this done for me? How is this going to change me? How is this going to transform me? Because just reading scripture on the flat is no good. It has to mean something to you internally. And then you are called by what you believe to give your beliefs away to other people, to help them to be on the way. In our epistle today from Colossians, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. If we're with Christ, we don't seek necessarily the earthly things, we seek the heavenly things. When is the last time you thought of that? I think about it occasionally, especially my wife is telling me what I'm doing wrong in this world. <laughs> she points me, there is a higher something or other. And the nice thing about it is, I've developed a little hearing loss, so I can pretend like I don't hear. I just, in fact, the other day, Deacon uh, Brian and I were in the sacristy, and he was saying about his wife, his beloved wife, I'll say that, uh, was giving him some orders, and I said, that's the time you turn your hearing aids down. <laughs> Unlike Christmas, when everybody celebrates, everybody celebrates Christmas. You don't have to be a Christian to celebrate Christmas. Jewish people, everybody celebrates Christmas. But Easter is special, because we as Christians on this day, unlike any other day, are able to proclaim Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. It's unique. We are unleashed on this day because we have the power within us to proclaim Jesus Jesus Christ is risen. He is risen and we're not embarrassed to say it. Sometimes if we show our faith, people look down on us. Oh, those holy rulers, those whatever, you know the names, and we are scared to mention our faith. But on this day, on this day, we are unashamed we are proud on this day to proclaim he has risen. He has risen indeed. A little slow on the take. Unlike other days when we can't proclaim our beliefs, we certainly don't talk about him sometimes among our friends, among our people at work, and even in some of our families, we don't talk about our religion. And that's a shame. That's a shame. I have a son. He's not here today, so I can say this. He brought his girlfriend into the house, his new girlfriend. And before she came in, he ran in and came into my room and he said, Dad, don't talk about politics or religion. <laughs> now, if you know me, you know what I talked about. <laughs> and his girlfriend was not impressed. There's something special about Easter. We plan family gatherings. We see family we perhaps haven't seen in months. We eat great dinners, usually ham. Back in Jesus' time, they did not eat ham. They'd eat lamb. I prefer ham myself, and I'm looking forward to lunch. And Easter eggs. Easter eggs used to be something when the kids were little. We'd love to hide them and hide them really good so that we could go get them afterwards and eat them. They had their fair share, but we had our fair share too. 
For some reason, this day, we proclaim with joyousness our faith. There is something about Easter, so there is something special about Easter. This Sunday perhaps is not quite like other Sundays when we are joyous and we celebrate this year, we, and on all Easter's, we have a certain oomph, if you will, about our joyousness. Because on this Sunday, unlike other Sundays perhaps, is really the Easter. But every Sunday we celebrate Easter. In fact, that hymn we sang in the beginning, hymn number 85, Jesus Christ is risen today. We sing that periodically without the ch- throughout the church years because we remember every Sunday again as a remembrance of Easter Sunday. And when we come to church, do we come to church all sad and whatnot? No. On Sundays, we come to church with joy. Joy because we know in this church, it is safe to proclaim Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. You know, the biggest testimony we can give on Sundays is when we get up, we get dressed in our Sunday's best, I'd hope, I'd like to think. We go to the car. And our neighbors are looking out at their windows, maybe, and they go, hey, see them? They're going, they, there's something special. And we make a testimony about going to church. We don't slink around it and sneak out through the garage and zoom away. We should be making a statement when we go to church that we're going to church. And down in Florida, I remember the we had a lot of people from the islands there. And they got dressed up to the hilt on Easter. And they would let everybody know they were going to church. And they would bring their friends to church. This church has grown because some people have thought enough to share their faith with their friends and their neighbors. And they bring them to church. Don't be, I'm looking at two of you right now. (laughs) Don't be afraid to share your faith. Don't be afraid to share your faith. There's something special about Easter. Because we've traveled through Lent. We've had a good Lent. And we feel a depth of faith, a spiritual awakening, if you will, a joyousness that is unsurpassed. We are unleashed. If you please take your prayer books, that's these little ones that say Book of Common Prayer in the front or across, and turn to page 277. On the bottom right-hand side of that, this is the uh, service of baptism in the church. And we're going to do two things here. We're going to, I'm going to ask you some questions and you respond. And then the deacon is going to lead us in the Apostles' uh, Creed, the creed of our baptism. Dost thou renounce the devil and all his works, the vain pomp and glory of the world, with all the covetous desires of the same and the sinful desires of the flesh, so that thou wilt not follow nor be led by them. Dost thou believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God? I do. Dost thou accept him and desire to follow him as thy Savior and Lord? Dost thou believe all the articles of the Christian faith as contained in the Apostles' Creed? I do. 
Now I invite you to turn to page 284. Yes, 284. 284. And please stand. Join with me if you would. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead and ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. He has risen. He is risen indeed. Now have a seat. Amen.